Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, let's talk about malls. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer, hey. why are we talking about malls, Trainer? Oh my God, who doesn't remember the mall? Oh yeah. So, like, what was your favorite store at the mall as a kid, Spencer, uh, or a teen, or a youth? That was your favorite? Well, no, it, but it was on the list. Okay. Okay, but go on. Um, we got on this conversation, Holly. You actually started talking about the mall, and I, I think it might have just been a conversation that started from. Oh, God, somehow like Cold Stone Creamery. Anyway, got on the topic of malls and I I just went to that place where I was like, and I know I'm being nostalgic and there were a lot of things that I wish my life were different at that time. But like the mall was just a special, special thing in the way that it I don't think it's quite the same Mm -mm. as it is or as it was when we were kids, which sounds like when we were kids, (laughs) when I was young, but I think that's a fair statement, don't you? Oh, it a hundred percent is. In fact, you know, you almost can't, I almost cannot have a conversation with my kids about what the mall used to be like because they don't have a frame of reference for it. Like I, okay. I remember, and by the way, six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. We're reminiscing about malls, but that you went to the mall to hang out. You yeah. and I remember no cell phones. Nope. And um, oftentimes I'd go over to my friend's house. We'd ride the city bus to the mall to Southdale from uh, our homes in South Minneapolis. Um, we'd ride the city bus. We'd have to transfer. Um, I remember the first time I went to the mall on like a day, like a mall day hang. Um, I didn't have a purse, and to be a preteen and hang at the mall, you needed a purse. Oh, duh. And I was put your banaka somewhere. Yes. And everybody, everybody had these like cute little esprit purses. Oh, yeah. Everybody had them. And I did not have one. I didn't have yet. Um, You didn't. I'm sorry. Do you want one? But I but I uh, thought, okay, I'll just borrow a purse from my mom. Uh Oh, so I remember by borrowing like a like like a a big white leather wristlet that was literally <laughs> huge and it was not cool at all but you were like this is my well purse. i was like i need a purse right because you needed a purse you got to put your gloss somewhere anyway i remember we went to spencer's gifts was one of the places in southdale there used to be a restaurant a fast food restaurant called big al's and it was essentially supposed to be like a happy days theme oh, like a diner. Big al's diner yeah. yes yep so we went and hung there um we always hit up the um, music land, but then that turned into Sam Goody. But we always hit that store up and like Contempo Casuals. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Those oh were God. our spots. I was all about the B. Dalton bookstore. Oh, the B. Dalton for sure. The KB Toy Store. Okay. I was a nerd. And I, I'm i saying that was more, that was probably like like middle, like fifth, sixth. Because I will say, I was going to the mall in like fifth and sixth oh, grade. Oh, for sure. And that, at that time, I lived in the suburbs of Chicago. So like we would literally walk to the mall 
um, and spend like the entire day at the mall. We'd get ice cream at Baskin Robbins. We'd probably go see a movie at the movie theater, mm. um, go to KB Toys and get those weird balloons that you... <laughs> Do you remember that goop that you'd like put on a straw oh, and yes. blow like weird balloons with? Yes. Or get like kites or get like paper or those styrofoam airplanes. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. we just like go out in the parking lot and, and throw those. Um, yeah. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's well, your mall memory? Charles wants to share a mall memory. Oh, wonderful! Memory. Hello, Hi, Charles. Charles. What's your mall memory, Charles? All right, you remember Town Square? No. All right, well, Town Square and Golf Plaza used to be the mall. Yeah. They used to have a thing. At, yep. So back in the day, that me and my my cousin, we used to go down there just hang out, meet girls, and then on Sunday night go dancing at the club on the corner of Wabasha and Seventh. Oh my gosh! It was a it's where they uh, uh roller skate uh, as far as the yes. waitress were doing. Hold on, heart heartbreaker no heart heart throb heartthrob, heartthrob cafe. Yep. Oh. Yep. So yeah, those good old days, and then used to go to the movies over at Gautier Plaza. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love it, Charles. Thank you. Bradley, do you, I don't know if you were probably not living here when Heartthrob Cafe no, was a thing. Oh, I always so. have birthdays oh, there. Oh my gosh, it was like the coolest restaurant. All of the um all of the waiters and waitresses were on roller skates. Oh, that's like there's a uh, uh there's a, there was a place like that in Chicago and I can't remember the name of it. You know who used to work at Heartthrob Cafe? Ooh. Our very own Stephanie Hansen. Oh my God, of course. Yes, on roller skates. Can you imagine? Um, 651-641-1071. What are your mall memories? I'll be honest. Mall right memories. Now, I'm looking at pictures of Contempo Casuals. Oh yeah. On the Facebook, like old Contempo Casuals pictures. I worked at a Miller's Outpost. <sighs> oh, is that where you... That's kind of like is the Is that where you had the Jerbo jeans situation? Yeah, where I had to quit my job because everybody was stealing the Jerbo jeans. I can't even believe yeah. it. I was like, you guys, I do not feel comfortable. This is not, uh, this is against my ethics. <laughs> so then I went back to the, my bakery and that was at the mall. And I worked at the bakery and I had this friend um, that worked at like the fast food restaurant across the hall mm-hmm. and she would bring me sandwiches and I would give her donuts. And then that was the one time where I went to the bathroom and the, oh my <laughs> the gosh, creeper, like, can you please tell this story? <laughs> this is so not. A, <coughs> oh my gosh, topic. don't choke. <laughs> I need this. It's story. not on topic because. Oh my gosh, oh, we're losing he, him. He's, he's going down. down. Sorry, I went down the wrong pipe. Pipe. Okay. No, so <laughs> I went to the restroom quick, and I had to, I always had to bring the the um if I worked alone because I worked alone a lot on the weekend at the bakery, mm-hmm. and I would pull the gate down halfway and put like the back in a moment mm-hmm. sign up, and then I'd run over to the bathroom, and for whatever reason. I don't even want to know why this was necessary. The stall doors were like cut in half. It was like on a diagonal. So every stall door was like half open. So, so if you were maybe sitting, you I'm would spending be staring a little time in there. out directly at the backs of the heads of the people at the urinal, which is just awkward enough in and of itself. Well, one night I was sitting there or afternoon. I don't even remember. And all of a sudden, I see a head pop out, like, basically in in front of the cutout. So he's staring at me, standing there, staring at me and goes, hey, hey. And you're in a vulnerable position. I'm in a very vulnerable position. And there's nowhere to go. 
And I was like, no, get away. And then luckily somebody came in and he like disappeared. That was the scariest experience. And then I would start going to the JCPenney bathroom because it had like because it had full doors. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how Why would you have a bathroom with no? Know, that's terrible. Yeah. There was another one at, at the Galleria Mall, not here, but in Houston, where mm-hmm. um, they also had no doors. It was just brick, and it was only up to your head. So every time you'd walk in the bathroom, it, if people were sitting, you would just see heads. Okay, like, that's super And you awkward. could look to your right and look to your left, and if there was somebody Oh, and you'd squatted, just be sitting next to like, each other hey, looking. Was oh. it like at the beginning of Petticoat Junction? Yes! Why <laughs> on earth? I don't know. Who something thought that was a good idea. Like maybe there was a problem with people like, I don't know, partying in bathrooms. I mean, I, I to... would say <laughs> that having half stalls would lead to a different kind of party in bathrooms. By the way, I just looked up that vintage, now called vintage, Esprit purse that everybody carried in the early 90s. You can get them used on Etsy for like 20 bucks, oh. but they do call them used. Were they the big sack ones? No, that was no, that's a different thing. So we went through some eras. There was the Le Sports Sack era. And then after that, you would have the big Esprit bag, like the cloth bag. Yes. But this While was the wearing purse. like a Coca Cola t shirt or a sweatshirt. Totally. Or no. Uh, what was the other sweatshirts? Was it Esprit? Um, maybe. Or, um, oh, 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 wait, hold on. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Hold on. Well, there was Benetton, a- United Colors yeah, of Benetton. Benetton. You'd wear a Benetton sure. sweatshirt. I'm putting a picture of the Esprit purse in the grid so you can look at it. Um, but uh, that's not it. Hold on. Uh, anyway, I I love that they're called vintage now. That's very troubling to me. Uh, when we that's come back, vintage. I don't say that. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, the Chonis relationship, publationship is paying serious dividends. Oh. We'll tell you what all of that means when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Okay, so now I I don't know if I'm Did we already talk about this? This is the Colleen and Bradley show. <laughs> My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom Bradley trainer I don't know why I feel like did we talk about this, but um, one of the publicationships that we follow on the Colleen and Bradley show is a publicationship called Chonus. What's a publicationship, Bradley? A relationship for publicity. And what's a Chonus? Uh, Priyanka Chopra, Nick Jonas. And one of the things we like to point out and pay attention to is when a publicationship starts to pay dividends. And uh, Chonus is paying some dividends in, in this way. Have you heard the news that Priyanka Chopra is allegedly very close to starring alongside Keanu Reeves in The Matrix 4? No, we didn't talk about that. We talked about her oh. other deals. Okay. She had signed like a first... First look deal with Amazon. Yeah. Um, but this is the headline today. But here's the other thing is there's a lot of outlets that are reporting this as though it's a foregone conclusion. Um, and it is Yes, but it doesn't sound like it is. So, OK, first of all, let's back the truck all the way up. What is the purpose of a public a publicationship? I mean, it is a relationship for so, publicity, but how does it? actually play out in the real world so celebrities are trying to get attention right because the more attention you get the more opportunities you get well the same goes for being in a relationship where you leverage the power of two celebrities mm-hmm. pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew. Uh, because two is better than one so publicationships are 
they can be real, meaning that the people actually love and care for each other or not. They're like totally cynical, whatever. But that's just like every other marriage, you, you guys. Welcome to the world. Um, but publicationships in particular then follow that same rule of publicity, which is the more attention you get, the more opportunity you get. And the way you get more opportunity is that truly by, you know, commodifying your wedding or whatever like life goals, relationship journey you're on by turning that into a narrative on social media and then creating like sponsorship opportunities. Mm -hmm. You're monetizing that. You're making it a thing. You're a thing. Then all of a sudden you end up on the lips of a movie producer, figuratively speaking, um, where they're like, oh, what about that? That Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra, they're fun and everybody's kind of like loving them right now. Let's get them on this project. The more people talk about you, the more of the moment you are. I mean, which specifically, makes you more valuable. talk about Priyanka and Amazon. Exactly. So Amazon reached out or maybe vice versa to Priyanka Chopra and they came to a, a, a deal where she has a $2 million first look deal with them, which means anything she develops, they have the first right of refusal for. And you have to believe that that started when, going all the way back to their marriage, remember... she w- They were working together on some sponsorship opportunities, namely um, creating a list based on her wedding uh, and her registry, a way of sort of curating things that were of her taste, plopping her name on it, and yeah. then they could sell it, right? Because everybody was talking about her and Nick Jonas. She was strategically involving herself with brands that she was hoping would pay dividends in the future. And clearly they are paying off dividends. So what's really interesting about it is this new um, headline, which is assuming that uh, Priyanka Chopra will star in Matrix 4 Alongside Keanu I believe Reeves. we might have... Was this a blind item at some point? Yes, this was a blind Ooh, item. Do you have it in your in your possession? No, I don't. But can the, you <laughs> find it and put it in your possession? I can try, but I can paraphrase mm. and mm-hmm. say that this role in Matrix 4 is not what it seems, according to NT Lawyer. Where oh, interesting. They're reporting it to be much larger than it actually is going to be. It's maybe just like a little cameo situation. Or that she's part of an ensemble. Well, this is very interesting. Okay, so as I'm scrolling through the outlets that are reporting this, they are the usual suspects in terms of outlets who report the Priyanka Chopra news first. Right. Which to me says the following, that Priyanka Chopra reached directly out to some outlets and said, hey, rumor has it, Priyanka Chopra in Matrix 4. Which, by the way, again, this is not a a move that she has created. This is a thing that has been happening since the dawn of celebrity time, where uh, a, a celebrity will put the rumor out and the talking about it might, fingers crossed, lead to the actual roll happening. You want to roll that beautiful bean footage? Oh, there it is. Are you looking at the one from March? March 25th, 2020. This foreign-born A-minus list, B-plus list actress has been fuming to her people that her big franchise movie is not filming. She refers to it as her big franchise movie, even though she's just one of many supporting players in it. 
she wants to film and doesn't understand why they can't. Oh, ooh, Priyanka Chopra, hey. the Matrix, and that's confirmed. Hey. Yeah. Um. So it does stand to reason that maybe she's the one that's calling up the publications and saying, "Make sure, you know." that you're printing something about the Matrix 4 and Priyanka Chopra. I'm going to roll some more beautiful Ooh, people. we got more. Okay. Now, this is from January 29th. Oh. To the point that you're making, Colleen. Mm-hmm. With all the stories, this foreign-born B-plus-less actress is having her people spread. You would think her landing a role in an upcoming massive reboot has her as the star and that the whole movie is contingent on her signing. Um, she yes. will be about eighth in the billing, if not a Okay, lower. yep. See? And that is The Matrix 4. I mean, you got to give her credit Chopra. for getting her name out there. She, and she above does. Above people that are higher on the list. And it does. It does work for her. Mm-hmm. When we come back on The Colleen and Bradley Show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots. idiots. Coming at you after this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, we call them crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly. Over and over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of Florida. 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 <laughs> oh, God, that was delightful. That was a nice little warble. Uh, this time, we're going to start our show. In Florida. Uh, and we need to go to St. Petersburg. And I'm wanting to tell you about 25 years young Celesiera Thomas. Okay. Celesiera Thomas uh, did something recently and got herself in a lot of trouble and got arrested and all that jazz. Well, it's why she did all this, or well, yeah, it's the, the reason. So uh, here's the thing: she got real mad. It's why she got mad and how she reacted with madness uh, that got her crazy, stupidity, etc. So let me just fill in a little bit of detail for you and okay. tell you that she was arrested after battering her boyfriend. Did she fry him too? Sorry, that was inappropriate. Wow. No, it was actually good. Uh, Fish Fry Friday. Um, She did not batter and fry uh, her boyfriend. Domestic battery is no joke. But that's not why she's crazy, stupid, idiot worthy, right? Because that's just bad. Right. Right. That's just garden variety. Horrible. Cella Sierra Thomas, 25 years old, left scratches uh, on the victim's shoulder when they were arguing in their residence late Monday evening. It's why... They were arguing that earned her crazy stupidity, et cetera. Now, I will tell you, this is like thinly, uh, a thinly, this is a, it's kind of a covid situation. Okay. Insofar as the thing that they were arguing about has been a hot topic 
hot topic during coronavirus. Masks. Nope. Social distancing. Nope. What was one of the first things we talked about that had nothing to do with the virus itself, but it was a cause, it was caused by the virus itself? Think about something at a store that people got real. Toilet paper. Yes! Ding, ding, ding! Pew, pew! They were arguing over toilet paper? Why? Well, apparently, um, she wanted some toilet paper. And he didn't have no toilet paper. We don't actually know why they were arguing over toilet paper. But toilet paper, nonetheless, caused her to scratch, bite, chew, punch, kick, and stretch and kick her boyfriend. So she was arrested. How'd that go then? I mean, she, she was arrested. She is a barista, and she's been ordered by a judge to have no contact with her boyfriend. I also, say, you don't want her making your coffee. That's in the true. And I would also say that's a good plan to order the no contact. Yeah. Because if she gets that mad over toilet paper, Imagine there's no telling. But she get, you know, mad about like life. I know, right? Toilet paper is like low stakes, man. I mean, I get that it's important, but geez, use some paper towel. Use a newspaper. Use some Kleenex. Yeah. So, coffee filters. Oh. Um, let's go to Oregon. Okay. Um, okay. I feel like this is incredibly similar to a story we just had like last week, maybe. Okay. A guy in Oregon got into a police chase. Uh, a stolen, he was driving a stolen Toyota Land Cruiser SUV. Whoa, that's a big car. I know. Um, and uh, it the police tracked this person down who had stolen this car and they began a a chase 27 year old randy lee cooper was the perpetrator who was driving the stolen vehicle um and uh he ended up crashing into a parked buick regal that's when the cops caught up with him and they arrested him on several charges including unauthorized use of a motor vehicle eluding assault and more However, the part that makes this all very crazy, stupid idiot and slightly coincidental is that in this uh, high speed chase, the Buick he crashed into was also stolen. Whoa, pew, pew, double stolen. And 25 year old Kristen Beegway was inside that car. She was. So there were two stealers and they crashed into each other. That is some unlucky stealing. Yeah, she was arrested for unauthorized use of a motor vehicle. You just know that, like, when you get in an accident and it's not your fault in a stolen vehicle, you're like, geez, really? Yeah. But what are the odds the other right? vehicle is also stolen? Dun, dun, dun. Anyway, Ugh. two for the price of one. Congratulations, cops. Also, slow down, people. People drive. Oh, it's, oh, it's crazy. Lately, it's just been really bad. I know. Put, t- try the brakes every once in a while. All right. What do you got, trainer? Okay. Let's go to New York. New York City. Get a rope. Specifically, I want to go to JFK, and I want to tell you about a dirty suitcase. Dirty suitcase. Yes. I want to tell you about a Brooklyn man who was uh, indicted for, that's indicted, for allegedly trying to do something in a dirty suitcase. Um, 
do did he was he having a time with himself? Well, I mean, I'm sure when he got to his destination, he God only knows what he was going to do to himself and others. Um, but he showed up at uh, JFK with a dirt caked suitcase, according to Dick Donahue, the U.S. attorney for the Eastern District of New York. And um, so Customs and Border Protection uh, decided to pull him over and say, like, can we look at your dirty suitcase? And he was like, uh, sure. Well, it turns out that Ashraf Omar Elderir, uh, 47, mm-hmm. in addition to having a bunch of sand and dirt in his suitcase, mm-hmm. he also had 4,000 year old Egyptian artifacts. What? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. He showed up with over uh, 590 antiquities stolen from Egypt that were placed in the funerary pyramids of Egyptian royalty, such as gold amulets, wooden tomb models, including one that dated back to 1900 BCE, which, you guys, that's almost 4,000 years ago. He stole from a mummy? He stole from his mummy. This sounds like it's like a Nicolas Cage movie. Also, if convicted, he's going to face like 20 years in jail for each count. Each count. Um, That's a lot of counts because remember, 590. So he could be going to jail forever. Do you feel like that's the mummy's curse? Yes. Like I would never steal. Like of the things that no, you, if, I, you, if I said to you, hey, I need you to do me a favor. You're going to go to Cairo uh, I need you to pick up a dirty suitcase from a friend, Mm-mm. and I want you to bring it back. No questions. No, asked. I'd be like, Kai, no. <laughs> Kai, no. Thank you very Kai much. Kai Ro-MG, yes. no, thank no, you. thank you. Because I am not stealing something that's been buried for 4,000 years. No, you're digging up more than up... just artifacts. Yeah, I've seen The Mummy. It's not a good movie, but man, it still scared the pants off of me. Yeah. No, don't do it. Don't wake up that beast. Exactly. Don't unsettle an ancient ground like that. You'll get got. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have a little game to play. We play it every day at 245. The game is called The Throwback Live. And we're going to do that when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.